Listen, we are we, we're just starting a five-part series on the topic of prayer. And um, I've called this series Prayer. It actually took me a little while to come up with a name for the series. Um, I don't like just generic names. I did a marketing background. It's, it's insulting to my degree. <laughs> and so I've called it Prayer Revelation. Prayer Revelation. And I want to define these two words to start off with, prayer and revelation. Prayer, and if we, if we leave um, uh, the, the definition as simple as possible, uh, prayer is communicating uh, with God, right? Prayer is communicating with God. And the word revelation means something uh, being revealed, something being revealed. And so hopefully um, we will see that when we pray, Uh, Not only is the act of praying important, but what is revealed to us through prayer um, would be as important. And I'm hoping by the end of this series that that you would have not just a better understanding of what prayer is, but that you would have a better understanding of who God is. And that through um, your understanding of God and that that you, yourself, your prayer, and your life would change. I'm going to read from the Scriptures. Uh, we're going to read a few passages today throughout, but I'll start with Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 to 6. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 to 6. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that whatever is seen was not made out of what was visible. By faith, Abel brought God a better offering than Cain did. By faith, he was commended as righteous when God spoke well of his offerings. And by faith, Abel still speaks even though he is dead. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Amen. In any relationship, the fundamental fundamental, um, basis of any relationship is what we know as communication. If you're married, or if you're dating, or if you have friends, or if you go to work, or if you don't live in a cave, you'll understand that communication is fundamental in any relationship. And I would say that especially in, in, in marriage, in dating, and with friendship. And, and the way we communicate allows us to have that relationship. And it's exactly the same thing with God. In our relationship with God, communication communication is vital and it's fundamental. And that's why when we say prayer is communicating with God, what we're saying is prayer is important. Prayer is important. And if you've heard A sermon about prayer, you would have heard this line over and over again. Prayer is important because communication in relationship is important. 
And then usually the preacher would say, how do you pray? Or how often do you pray? And start asking questions about quality and quantity. But I want to go a little bit outside of this idea. And I actually want to say that there is something that is more important than, in, that, than communication in any relationship. Communication, dead set, is one of the fundamentals of any relationship. But before there is even communication, I believe that there is something more important to have in that relationship, and it's this thing called belief. It's this idea of what do I believe about this other person? What do I believe about this other person to be true? What do I believe that they believe, they think that I am in that relationship? See, communication is kind of the how. How do we have a healthy relationship? You know, communication, and you you talk to any um, marriage counselors or anyone in, in, in that field, and they'll say communication is key. Communication is how to have a healthy relationship. But belief, if communication is how, belief is the question of why. Why do we need a healthy relationship? Why do we have a healthy or non healthy relationship? Communication teaches us how to have healthy relationship. Belief teaches us why we need a healthy relationship. In any relationship, what we think about each other, what we believe is to be true about each other, will always lead us into the way we interact with each other. If your spouse believes that that you love them, then the way they speak to you will come out of that belief. But if you believe that your spouse is angry at you, then whatever they say is going to sound like they're just angry at you. Communication is going to happen secondary to what we believe inside of our hearts to be true. And that's exactly the same thing with prayer. We believe that prayer is communication with God. Now, if you're new to the church, if you've never come to church before, and you've never even heard about you know, this idea of prayer and communication, it, it's, it's an amazing idea that we can communicate to God. We can speak to God. You know, for everyone that's grown up in the church, that's normal. But if you really think about it, it's actually not that normal. What did you do last night? I went to a prayer meeting. What did you do? We prayed. What did you pray? I talked to God. You know, I, I hung out with God. Spent some time with God. You know, that's not normal. That's not in normal people, right? But I guess for us, we're just kind of used to it. And, you know, prayer is important. Prayer is so important in our relationship with God. But the last thing that I want you to walk out with later tonight or at the end of this series is with guilt and shame, with this idea that, man, I don't pray. I need to pray more. Not at all. Not at all. I will not be questioning that at all. I just want to help you understand not how to pray, but why we need to pray. And here is the bottom line. This is going to 
be the overarching idea of the whole series. Prayer is important. The way we communicate to God is important because it ultimately reveals to us what we believe about God. Let me say that again. Prayer is important because when we pray, it reveals to us what we believe to be true about God. When we determine who God is inside of our hearts and our minds, this will then lead into what you call your prayer life. Prayer is an indicator of what you believe and who you believe in. Another word for belief is faith. Faith. And before we even go into how to pray or how to live a life of prayer, we need to ask ourselves the most fundamental question. And that is this. Who do I believe God to be? Who do I believe God is to me? I promise you, without you understanding that question, prayer is useless. It doesn't matter how much I communicate with my wife. It doesn't matter how well, how eloquent my communication is, quantity, quality, whatever. If I don't believe in my heart that this is my wife, that God has given to me, that I have to lay down my life, and that she loves me for who I am, then If I don't believe that, then all the communication afterwards is empty. It's empty. So I want to ask you tonight, even though we're talking about prayer, who do you believe God is? Hebrews 11.1. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Faith is defined in two phrases here. Number one, confidence in what we hope for. Confidence. Confidence means that you believe it without doubt. You're confident. Someone's excited. It's going to happen. In what? What are they confident in? In what we hope for. I am sure that what I am hoping for will occur. That's faith. That's faith. Secondly, the phrase, assurance about what we do not see. Have you ever, have you ever realized you don't need faith? You don't need faith in things that you can see. You don't have to be like, dear God, help me to breathe right now. Like, you, you, you know, you don't need faith. You just need to breathe. Faith is assurance. Once again, similar word to confidence, right? Assurance that you are sure, right, about what? What we do not see. That's faith. I believe with all my heart that what I hope for will happen, and I am sure it will happen even when I can't see it. Even though I can't see it, I am sure. That's faith. Now, verse 11, Hebrews 11, uh, verse 6, and without faith, it is impossible to please God 
Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Right? That's a magnificent verse. How can you pray to a God that you don't even believe exists? That's what that verse is saying. That you can't. You can't pray. Who are you praying to? You know, like um, when you go on roller coasters, right? Or when you get scared, you know, you call out, you know, because you're scared, right? And so a lot of people call like, Mommy. <laughs> you don't really hear like, Daddy. That's a bit weird. You know, but you hear a lot like, God help me, you know? And I always find that interesting because the, the, the percentages are that that, pro, that person is probably not a Christian. So who are they actually calling out to? Who are they actually going, God help me, if they don't believe in a God? It's like saying, dog, help me. But you, you don't believe in that, dog, that dogs can help you. See, that's what verse 6 is saying. See, when you're hungry, you don't go to Bunny's warehouse. Why? Because in our hearts... It depends on what you believe and don't believe. We all believe that Bunny's Warehouse is not the place that has food that satisfies our hunger. It's not Bunny's Warehouse where your hunger will be taken care of. You know, that's not their slogan, right? Where do we go? McDonald's. Right? Why? It's the best. You know, like, we go to McDonald's because in our hearts, right, Right, and, and, and if you start to decompress this, you'll, you'll realize this. I'm hungry. Where do I go? McDonald's, KFC, Pizza Hut, Domino. These are all my five favorite food groups. <laughs> you know, we go to places where we believe there is food and that when we eat that food, it will satisfy our hunger. But it's the same with God. Our prayers are nothing if we don't believe in God to start off with. But secondly, our prayers are nothing if we don't believe in who God says he is. The greatest issue we have with the, the idea of prayer is not that we don't pray enough. It's not that we don't know how to pray either. But it's that we don't believe. We don't believe in the God that we pray to, nor the things about God that we know from his word. That is why we don't pray. See, faith, faith is powerful. What you believe in is powerful. Faith governs the way we live our lives. Did you know that? What you believe in, what you truly believe in in your heart, it governs the way you live your life. My physiotherapist, I was trying to work out the word, right? He's an old student of mine at church. He was in year nine. I was in first year uni. He was in my Bible study class. Came to know the Lord. He's an awesome man of God. Married kids. Gordon, if you want a good physio, I recommend him. I sat down with him and I told him, hey, my knee hurts. And he goes, yeah, I know your knee hurts. I don't even have to like touch your knee. And I reckon sometimes your ankles hurt too. Hey, Hyung. And I go, yeah, sometimes my ankles hurt. And, I said, and he goes, uh, you play sports sometimes, and I bet you your body hurts after. And I said, yeah, 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 how did you know? And he goes, it's because you're overweight. 
I said, thanks, man. And we sat down and we had a very frank conversation. And he, and, and this happened in December last year. And he told me just straight out. He goes, how have you been trying to lose weight? I said, I've just been going to gym. I go, how's that going? He goes, I said, oh, it's not really happening. And he goes, do you know why? Because weight loss is 90% food and only 10% exercise and movement. And, and, and I tell you what, it's not the first time I've heard that, but it's the first time I've truly believed that. I'm serious. Since the beginning of this year, right, I have lost nearly 14 kilograms, right? I have never been, the, uh, not I've never been this light. I was born about this, you know, like I was this light, light, still heavy, but I haven't been this number since like year 11. And let me tell you, it's simple. It's not what I did. It actually all started with what I started to believe. See, that's the power of faith. Jesus says in Matthew 21, right? Truly I tell you, if you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what was done to the fig tree, but also say to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and it will be done. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Faith is the reason. Faith is the reason why athletes train day in, day out to make it to the Olympics. But also faith is the reason why people strap bombs to themselves and blow themselves up. It's because of what they believe. This is the power of faith. This is why faith is so important. Not all faith is good. Not all faith ends up in good hands. And that's why we see so much heartache around the world. But that's the power of faith. See, you start believing in funny things, and you can end up in a bad way. You, that's how cults operate. You know, you start believing, and then you kind of end up wearing white robes, and then, you know, you sell your property, and you end up on a very tall building with a sign saying, welcome home. You know, our sign says, welcome home, but we're down here, not up there, okay? <laughs> I just realized that. Mm. Okay, we, need, we might need to think about the next sign, okay? <laughs> you know, Mark 10, Jesus says, with man it is impossible, but not with God, for all things are possible with God. Can I tell you, that is the basis of your prayer life, that one statement. It's a question of whether you believe that or not. Can I tell you, if you don't believe that, don't bother. If you don't believe that God can do things that we can't do, then why are we bothering to praying to God? We just talk to each other. If we don't believe who God says He is in the Bible, that He is the Creator God, that, that He is the Sovereign God, that He is the Almighty and Powerful God, if we don't believe that in our hearts, when you pray to God, what you're doing is you're just sending up empty words because you actually don't believe it. You don't believe it. So what's the point? But when you believe this, when the foundation of your faith comes from a verse like that, that believes that all things are possible with God, when you pray, it becomes different. 
When you pray, it sounds different. Your expectations are different because of your faith. Before prayer becomes about what you say, you've got to know what you believe. You've got to know what you believe in your heart. And that's why prayer is the revelation of your heart. Because it reveals to you what you believe. In Mark chapter 9, we see a story about a child who is demon-possessed. And, and they bring this child to Jesus who is nearby. And Jesus asks him, this is Mark 9, 21, how long has he been like this? And the father responds, from childhood. It has often thrown him into fire or water to kill him. Okay, pause, right? This is a pretty whacked out story, right? Okay. A child is, is, is possessed and, they, and, and, and the, the demon that is inside of him throws him into the water or throws him into the fire so that the child will ultimately die, but the child has survived, right? From a parent's perspective, like, you know, it's, it doesn't get worse than that. Anyway, so that they bring this child to Jesus and, and the father is pleading with Jesus, you know, and he says this, it has often thrown him into the fire or water to kill him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. That's his heart, right? Take pity on us and help us. And then Jesus says something really interesting. Verse 23. And he goes, excuse me? If you can? You're questioning me here? You know, and then he says, everything is possible for one who believes. The father has gone, please do something. If you can do something, please do something. And Jesus is like, yo, yo, whoa, whoa. You know? If I can? Do you know who I am? It's like, you know, not that he says that, but it's like, you know who I am? I'm Jesus, son of God. You're, you're, you're asking me, if you can help my son, please help him. It's a funny old prayer. But it's something that is so real to us because that's how we pray. How many times have we prayed, God, help me if you can? God, I've got an exam. Help me if you can. God, if you are God, help me if you can. I'm just saying for all the Bible college students that have exams coming up, you can't fail Bible college subjects. It's counter God, okay? It goes against the character of God for you to fail in the Bible. Jeez. How many times have we gone to God as our last resort? We have a problem. We're in financial crisis. We're in relationship breakdown. And we try this and we think of this and we try to do that and we do this and we talk to this counselor and we talk to this friend and then nothing works. And then at the end of it, it goes, oh God, I've tried everything. I've only got you left now. So if you can help me, God, now would be good. God, would it be possible for you to get me through this season of pain? God, would you help me get married? If you can. E-harmony couldn't, but if you can. 
You know, so many times, even when we pray, we treat God like our plan B. And that's on a good day. Sometimes we treat him like a plan C, D, E, F, G. Can I tell you once again, our prayers are an indication of what we believe about God. So Jesus questions the Father. He says, if I can, if I can, and then he says this amazing line, everything is possible for one who believes. And that is the truth about God. Everything is possible. That's why we pray. The reality of prayer is this. Everything is possible through prayer. When we believe that the God we pray to is the God of the impossible. Can I tell you, without reservation, without, you know, giving you a money back guarantee or trying to sell you some corny line, when you believe that God is the God of the impossible, you can start to pray impossible prayers. It is good, and it would be awesome if you said amen, because it made me feel better as well. Thank you. We are talking about faith, and that's my wife going. (laughs) I have to say that, honey, because it's on podcast now. I just have to let everyone know. Do you believe? It's not even do you pray. Do you believe? Our problem with prayer and our problem in our lives is not that we don't pray or we do pray, but it's simply that we lack faith. We lack faith. And I say we collectively, not just you, we. We lack faith. We wish we had a greater faith. We wish we believed in what God said to be true, but we just don't. And this is, uh, this is the beauty of this little story because Jesus is like, you questioning whether I can help you? Everything is possible through, uh, for one who believes. And the Father, the Father comes back at Jesus, verse 24, and says this. Immediately the boy's father exclaims, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. Help me overcome my unbelief. And I truly believe that that is the confession that we need to be making in our hearts tonight. Help us overcome our unbelief. We want to believe that when we pray, that God not just hears, but responds. We want to believe that. We want to believe that when we pray that God, God will take care of the situation, that he'll be in control of the situation. We pray, but sometimes we just don't have the faith. We want people to be healed. We want people to be healed from their illnesses. I promise you, if you have someone that is ill in your settings, you want to believe that when you pray to God, God, heal this person because you are a healer. We want to believe from the bottom of our hearts that God can and will heal that person, but we just don't have the faith. But that's when the confession, Lord, help me overcome my unbelief. We want to believe that that God can, can save us from addictions. 
We want to believe that. Sometimes we just can't. We want to believe that God is protecting each and every one of us and that his best interests for us are with us at all times. And we look around us and look at our situation, our circumstances. We look at the things that we're struggling with. We look at the the sins in our life and sometimes we just can't even believe it. But that's the moment where we come before God. Just like this, Father, I do believe. I do believe Help me overcome my unbelief. Our confession is that our faith is weak at best. Our confession is that our faith is poor, that we lack. But our belief of what the Bible says is that when I'm small, God is big. When I'm weak, God is strong. When I can't move, God can move me. That's how we respond to God in our lack of faith. We don't run away. We just go to God and say, God, I want to believe, but I'm finding it hard. Help me overcome my unbelief. Hebrews 11.6. And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. What is it that you believe about God? I am going to talk about your prayer life right now. As said, faith comes first. What do you believe about God? What do you know about God? What do you think God thinks about you? How does God see you? Do you even need God? Is God even a part of your life? Do you even need him? Can he really help you? Do you need help from him? Does God hear you? These are the questions that we need to ask ourselves. As I said, communication is important. But before communication, I need to believe that my wife loves me and that I, like, I love, love, love. I love, 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 love my wife. <laughs> because any conversation that happens outside of that, without that belief, they're just empty words. Empty conversations. Can I, can I tell you, you know, your prayer life, how you've been praying? If you've been praying the same prayer for the last five years, it's going nowhere. I'm not going to butter this up for you, but it's going nowhere. If you had the same conversation with your wife for five years, your marriage is down the drain at best. If you had the same conversation with your child for five years, If I was going to Chris, Chris, you know, you need to change your nappy, Chris would be like, Dad, I'm 10 years old. Give me your car keys. You know, like, you know, know, if if the conversation is the same with God, the same prayer that you've been praying five years ago, 10 years ago, how how alive do you think that, that relationship is? It's not. It's not. 
But as I said, it's actually not about the conversation. It's about what you believe. It's about what you believe. And if your conversation's the same five, ten years, it means that God is not alive in your life. God is not moving. He's not dynamic. He's, not, he's done nothing. He's as good as a brick wall. That's how you treat God. And that's, how, that's what is revealing in your heart right now through prayer. Friends, our prayers, before even we talk about quantity or quality, we need to talk about faith. Faith. As I said, this series is called Prayer Revelation. What is revealed to us when we talk to God. And over the next four more weeks, we're going to look at a very familiar way um, called the Axe Prayer. Okay, the Axe Prayer is, thank you, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. And we're going to go through this week by week, how we pray. What does that reveal to us? Do you know what, as I said, every time you pray, it's going to reveal to you what you believe is to be the truth about God. And in each of these prayers, when we pray them, it's going to reveal to us more and more about who God is. And when we ask for something, you need to know who you're asking. And I want us to understand, you know what, before we even go, we just, I just want us to understand one thing tonight. Prayer is real because God is real. And it starts with faith. If you don't believe God exists, then you're just speaking a bunch of empty words into thin air. These, these acts prayers, they're good. They're really important. But do you know what happens when it starts with faith? This happens. It becomes facts. I didn't make that up. It's pretty good, buddy. I believe that over the next series, that if you really start to believe in what the Bible says about God, and you start to implement these prayers into your life, I believe that your prayer life will change. I believe that your life will change because your faith will change. And I really want to challenge you, even though it's so cold outside. I want to challenge you, wherever you are, wherever you are as a Christian or a non-believer, wherever you are, I want to challenge you because I really believe that this series is going to take you to a new level. It's going to take you to a new place with God. I really believe that. And I pray that by the end of this, if nothing else, that you would realize that when you pray, it's for real because God is real. But it's got to start with this idea that you believe in God. Prayer, revelation. Let's ask God to reveal himself to us. Let's pray.